You are now listening to the Cheat Curtis Podcast with Natalie. Good morning. Good evening. Once again, it's Nathan here. What up? And Raph. <laughs> yeah, you get introduced <laughs> your, your name, fool. Uh, it's Nathan, Raph, the Cheat Coders. Special episode for you guys today. Why is that, Raph? Because it's the Dirty 30. Whoop! Dirty 30 episode. Bro, give me the soundboard. So we're going to, you know. Can you, can you give me the soundboard? That was a perfect time <laughs> yeah. to put the air horn. Come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot we had the soundboard. Just <laughs> I'm like looking at you like, dude, are you going to press it? And I'm like, am I going to have to mouth it? All right. Like, boop, boop, boop. All right, I'll move the soundboard much more closer to me. Excellent. That's <laughs> air cool, hard, dude. Air hard. There you go. Ow. Hey, what about the clap, Sorry. man? Dirty 30, Raph. 30 episodes. That's dirty quite an accomplishment. Dirty 30s. Dirty 30s. I like dirty that. Dirty 30 like episodes. I like that. I like that. Very cool. Some new milestone, you know? It's quite a milestone when you think about like it. Thinking, of, thinking about it, that we've been talking for about 30 hours in a podcast. Hey, essentially, Possibly that's right. even that's more. A, that's a whole day. Like, if we watched, listened to every episode we've done since the beginning, it'll be a whole day's worth. Like, we could have a cheat coders marathon. But, like, yeah. Definitely. Of course, of course we don't listen to our own podcast. No, no, no. We never do that. Like, <laughs> I, I just drop it and then... That's it's it. out, in, it's out the there past. for the world to see or hear. That's why when people reference <laughs> or ask past, me, it's man. like, oh, that part you mentioned in the podcast. I'm like, what, what do you mean? I, I don't know. I always look forward. I, 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 don't, I don't know what I said in the past. I'm just moving forward all the It's going to come to a point that we're going to be so open in our podcast that people will start knowing us. And then we'll be, they'll like approach us and be like, da, 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 this, this, and this, all this personal stuff. <laughs> and then we're going to look at them and be like, like how the hell did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, it could be happening oh, now. I've got to do the podcast. <laughs> yeah, possibly, possibly, it hap- possibly. It happens a lot, actually. <laughs> Let's do a bit of reflecting. It's been since December since we started this, right? December yep. or November? December. I think we've come no, no, up we pretty well, dude. The beginning of December. Yeah. Yeah. I'm enjoying it's it. You're still, you still enjoying this? Or are we going to stop this after this episode? Yeah, bro. <laughs> nah, nah. We have this pact that if it's not fun, we're leaving. Yeah. And still, I'm here. Still I'm exists, here. Still here. Still right here, talking time. to you. <laughs> You're in London. I'm in Sydney. We're still talking and doing these episodes. I'm just glad that we still have that motivation that we had in day one. Probably Maybe day we... three, because the first two episodes were just like, eh, we don't know. We don't know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to like, just for fun, I'm going to pour a wine later, drink some wine and listen to episode one just for kicks. And like, you know, quick plug, we usually do these at the end of the episode. But <laughs> if you're listening, get a mixed cloud because I think every episode, obviously, we only started Apple Podcasts from episode 28, 28 or 29, 27, only because we just discovered it. But if uh, you want 20, 27, 27 onwards, yeah, 27 onwards is on Apple Podcasts only because we discovered that we can get on Apple Podcasts. But if you want to go to trip down memory lane and see what we're about, check us out on Mixcloud uh, forward slash, wait, mixcloud.com forward slash the cheat coders. Early beginnings. You can still be part of this ride because it's still early days. Yep. Still early days. So Every day. And we're going to keep going. We're going to keep going. You know why? Because it's God's plan. God's plan. (laughs) (laughs) You got to be quicker (laughs) with this, man. You got to be quicker. I'm like, it's God's plan. I think the pace is alright. It's just the lag from um, country to country that's making it seem like that. Don't worry, I got it. I got it. I got it handled. I got it handled. Bro. Okay, alright. <laughs> I'll trust Joe. Okay, let's go. Hey, quick one, man, just to keep it um keep the combo flowing. Dude, what the hell is that? Sorry, I went crazy with the cheese. Um, yeah, keep the combo flowing. Yeah. I've got a topic, especially for the thirtieth episode. Um. I just thought about this a couple minutes ago. Just I thought it's fitting for the topic. Um, 30. Dirty 30. Obviously, we're both 30. You turned 30 just January. Uh, two months ago. Two months ago. Yeah, it wasn't January. long ago. We didn't really delve into it that yeah. much. Like your 30th birthday. I remember like we talked about... Vaguely, <laughs> I can't remember which episode it was, but we, we had that crazy night. It was fun. But I think it's quite fitting now that you've been 30 for about two months. I've been 30 in my 30s for about a year. And um, I guess we can yeah. both sort of, we're in the same boat now. We've got the groove. We've made that transition. I wrote it down, what I wanted to discuss. 
Oh, this guy's all prepped up. Yeah, bro. You've changed, man. You used to be unorganized. You used to nah, be bro. the type of person to be like, oh, I'll just think on the spot. Remember when we did our top fives, which is going to be the secret episodes? Yeah, how did yeah, that you go? Didn't we had have to, a list. We had you to scrap that episode, mem- didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So when when there's a time where you can't do the podcast, I'll just drop a secret episode just to keep that consistency keep going. You know what I mean? And we look completely different. We're still in Sydney. It's like, did he did he go back to Sydney for like a quick episode and then go back to London? Oh, they won't they won't know because it's um, audio only. So yeah, it's all good. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> Secret episodes coming been, soon, we guys. We've both been 30 for a bit. We know it's like... Yep. I've been I've been doing a lot of reflect, reflection lately just for myself personally. And I think it'd be good. Like, we can bounce off each other now that we're both in the same boat. Things that mattered yep. when you were 20 as opposed to now that you're 30. We're going to do a bit of a parallel episode. Tw- we're going to go back to 20-year-old Raph and Nats and just see, like, <laughs> shit we gave a F about back then as compared to now. Because there's not much I really care about as much these days. Um... Good topic, good topic. Good topic? Actually. Excellent. Yeah. yeah, man. Clap, motherfucker. 20s. The 30s <laughs> is the new 20s. Sorry, man. Sorry, man. Once I get into these conversations, I just lose track of the soundboard. <laughs> hey, that that um that job's still up there for um interns that want to be a DJ full-time for the cheat coders. Just hit us up in the DMs. Yeah, and, man. Uh, you can sit next yeah, to man. Raph right we there. Might, we might have... Do. Yeah, sit next to me. And then every time you notice... um. Notice us doing some epic stuff. Just do the air horn <laughs> and then just cue in the, the drops. It's going to be awesome. That's and it. Plus, probably, you know, we'll probably get you to do, you know, just look through our stuff as in, like, um, make sure, the com- you know, put some timestamps on our conversation. So, yeah, it's going to be a lot of work, actually. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> we, can't, we can't pay you. Once again, we can't pay you. We'll we pay can't each- pay you, hey. <laughs> we pay each other out, but that's about it. <laughs> We'll pay you out as well. <laughs> I remember I remember back in the day when we were doing the rap stuff, when um, people would be like, uh, oh, do you want to perform at our gig at this this event? And then like, oh, yeah, what's the payment? Is they're like, oh, you'll, you'll get a lot of exposure. And then, in, you know, you'd be like, you can't put exposure in the bank, you know? I can't pay yeah, bills with exposure. I hate <laughs> Every time I used to hear that, I used to get so annoyed. It's like, oh, you know, you got to earn your stripes, man. You got to get that exposure first. So that's what I can give you. And I'm just like, this mother... Serious? Like, come on, man. Like, I got to eat here, you know? Yeah, I know. I'm struggling. I got to eat, man. To I can't extent- go to Macca's and then swipe my exposure into the <laughs> F-Plus machine and get a fucking McNugget meal and stuff. Yeah. An expo- <laughs> Mac exposure. exposure. And then and it comes full circle. Now we're out here asking for interns and we'll pay them with exposure. It's <laughs> quite hypocritical, Which, um, isn't segues- it? That segues to what we were like in 20s and then um, what we're like now in our 30s. Nice, good save. We were kind of drifting a bit, but that's pretty much what I wanted to, wanted, yeah. wanted to go on about, you know? Things that used to matter. Look, sorry, I, I should have been a bit more prepared. I had the topic, but I don't even... I'm trying to think, like, what things even mattered to me back when I was 20, now that I think about it. A lot of superficial stuff, eh, Raph? Before, it was just a matter of... Well, we didn't grow up like normal 20-year-olds, I guess, kind of thing. Like, we've already spoken about... when we When we started getting out there, we went about clubbing and partying we were kind of nerds in in its own right we were trying to be rappers and that wasn't very common especially back then <laughs> yeah. right that, like when you yeah. looked around we yeah, kind that of took, that took most of our 20s yeah it kind of made us a bit more socially um outcasted but in a sort of good way like it sort of mm-hmm. made gave us a sense of importance that's what i thought like that's the ego talking but right now obviously that wasn't the case like i look at it it's kind of kind of just funny but before we kind of thought we were superheroes because you look at everyone else in the same demographic, you know, you got dancers, you got everyone identified to this is what I do. But it wasn't like such a widespread thing at the time. Whereas today, a lot of people are doing amazing things. Everyone's in their own right, has their own sort of craft and can be like, can shine. But it sort of saturates the entire market. Because like, you know, if you say you're a rapper these days, it's kind of lame, right? Like I, even now, yeah. I don't tell people, I don't go to people like, yeah, I'm a rapper. You know, it's like, Oh, yeah, a SoundCloud rapper, eh? It's kind of lame, right? Especially at my age now that I'm 30. Back then, it was actually a cool thing. It kind of made us cooler than what we were because we weren't cool kids, all of us. Even, like, all the boys, we're all kind of, like, compensating with the rap music, right? Yeah, that was just kind of our, <laughs> It was like, like a pause. Do you agree with it? <laughs> you had a bit of a pause. I'm like, do it's you agree? It's kind of like or? a facade. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't worry. Just, just don't worry about the pauses. It's, I think that's the lag in the lag. Yeah, yeah. Skype. 
But um, I think the um, the whole stigma of um, I'm a rapper has grown through that saturation of music. Of yeah. everyone nowadays can be a rapper. Everyone exactly. nowadays can be a DJ. Everyone can pick up a camera or their iPhone Everyone's and become a, video a videographer. Everyone, yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not. I'm not trying to be. I don't like being like one of those old heads. It's like oh, back in my day, because that just makes us look old. We're not old. We're still in the game. You know what I mean? But it's nah, just we're it's, not we're not discrediting anyone who's doing that grind because we're doing um, it now nowadays it's just it's just the the pool has grown into like an ocean and, and I keep everyone... saying it's a world of opportunity. The more people are in the game, yeah. the more exciting it is because you know if that's where the attention is and that's where the um you know the focus is and everything, why not build it up? Kind of thing. It might be a bit harder to stand out, but when you do, you've got a big audience right there for you, kind of thing. But once again, going back to yeah. 20s, right? So in our 20s, um, felt a bit cool. I remember when you, me, Ello, we used to go to Mount Druitt, um, Westfields, and then like just a glimpse <laughs> of someone looking at us and like, oh, oh, they know us, bro. They know our music, man. It's like, oh, they looked at you, Nats, Nats. Yeah, they know it's your song because you dropped it the other day. For all we know, they could have just been normal bystanders walking past. And who doesn't look at other people when they're at the mall? But we just had this thing in our head. Yeah. Like it was almost delusional. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. it was very rare. Yeah, it became very delusional. <laughs> it was a very rare circumstance. We might bump into someone. Like it's happened to all of us. I know it's happened to you. It happened a lot to Christian because he was obviously good-looking kid, and a lot of girls loved him back back then. You know, with his uh, following. But <laughs> I think our minds played it bigger than what it was. Like we thought we were yeah. superstars. Like uh, I remember a time uh, I've I've had um a couple of people when I used to work at Surf Dive. One yeah. person actually came up to me and, and asked if I could if they could take a photo with me, yeah. which was so surreal. <laughs> and it was funny because like it like all my um my um Caucasian workmates they were looking like at the corners like why do why are these guys why? taking photo with yeah. this guy? <laughs> like what is it? What's, what's so significant? <laughs> and then I'm like oh it's just it's just um my YouTube following. <laughs> <laughs> And then this other guy, exactly. this other guy came up. It's, it's usually a guy. It's never girls because like I'm, I'm just yeah. a geek like that. <laughs> but um, a guy came up to me and I was like um, at the skateboard section trying to look like I know how to do skateboard stuff, like repair it. Yeah. And then he was like, hey, you're from YouTube. You're Mr. Raff, aren't you? You do those raps and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's what I do. It's weird because it's like weird. it's funny because um, they recognize you as that person. Mm -hmm. But then I'm in a retail store. As a salesperson, yeah, yeah, it doesn't. Like, obviously, I haven't gone that far. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, it's, it was it was cool, but like those things meant so much to me back in those days. Like that was just, I, I guess that was one thing. You know, like popularity was a big thing when you're 20, right? And I think that came into play because um, the reason why I wanted to get into this was like, like I said, for us, special case maybe because we had the music thing going, which made us a bit. I know for a fact, if I didn't do music, I'd be like not the most popular kid you know what i mean but yeah those things mattered like being accepted being in the cool group like finally being part of the cool like being surrounded by these such talented and cool people because we always felt we were sort of the outcast so when we're like performing at dance events you kind of felt like i'm part of this movement too i don't dance but like i'm performing at these events kind of thing and even just like people that you don't think would ever associate with you in the cool group it's like high school you know there's like in, a, in an american high school like the jocks the nerds the thinger it sort of propelled you into that higher bracket of society society is that the right yeah. i don't think society but you, you know what i mean when you um, look at it in that yeah. spec especially in your 20s it was such a big deal um how many girls you knew as as just friends at this stage because you know we were kind of socially awkward like having a girlfriend um like, money was minuscule. Like, I, I see how, like, there was a phase, like, the curve started ending. Like, in your late 20s, it's just more about what are you doing now in terms of, like, money and, like, that sort of thing started morphing towards your 30s. But strictly speaking, because we're talking 20s right now, some of those things were just so insignificant now, in a sense, eh? Yeah, we just splurged on everything. Like, I'd save up for a pair of sneakers, you know? $300 sneakers. This guy had customized... $100 Force, hats. Customized Air Force Ones from a uh, good friend, Lothario Star, a.k.a. Billy the Kid. Customized shoes. Preview. 
customize everything. Like everything was all um, aesthetics um, centric, as in like the way you look was going to build you up to your image that you created in your raps <laughs> or the way you <laughs> the way you rapped and you presented yourself would build you up to that status quo of popularity and everything yeah. it just um yeah we just splurged on everything because we can living yeah. with my parents they cooked everything they yeah. paid all the bills exactly. you know i didn't have a car so <laughs> i just took public transport you know no bills no no, no debt and you know, I, I this was before uni, so I didn't have the uni debt or anything. So it was it was just like money, just you know, raining out of my wallet. It's just crazy. What did you first first real job? What did you get on your first paycheck? Do oh, I was I'll speak to my I was I don't remember what I got. I remember shouting the family, the typical stuff. I I, th- I thought I was a king. Um, <laughs> I I was talking to my sisters about this. They were like, um, remember the time when you worked at the taxation office? Because you know it was good that. money. And <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, I it remember was good you money at the then. Yeah, yeah, office. yeah, yeah. And then you and like it was good money. It was a good time. Like I I I admit that I make more money than I did then, but I didn't have all that debt yeah, and all the expenses then and then back then i was just like i'm gonna buy a pool table for the family i'm gonna get a ping pong table here we're gonna get a better screen tv thinking and then a week later i got let off got it figured out you, like when you're 20 in your 20s you just think you've there's this sense of like almost invincibility because everything's almost new, all new right you haven't really like experienced a lot of stuff yet like a lot of yeah. stuff um that can only be experienced through time. So, because everything's new, it's like when you start a rap career, it doesn't matter what kind of song you make. You're just dropping it. It's all new. And it's like, it doesn't matter if it hits or misses. It's kind of like that, in a sense. You can't go wrong. And, um, yeah. Yeah. First thing I bought, I bought a PlayStation, man. I think I've said this before, but my first paycheck, same thing that you're saying now, I just felt like, man, I'm killing it now. I'm, you don't realize that. The, the actual responsibilities of an of an adult, it's like reality is you're gonna have no money. It didn't kick in. <laughs> the moment, it the moment you have in. real responsibilities, you realize like, dude, life's a struggle, eh? Like it's a real, this is like survival mode right now kind of thing. Because yeah, first paycheck yeah. when you're twenty and you're earning like X amount, like doesn't matter where, you just like that's a lot of freaking money. You go from like once you make that transition from getting an allowance, if you even got an allowance from your parents. To, to earning yeah. you're just like holy shit i'm in the game kind of thing and then like yeah man. O- only to get crushed go, later go on, on. Are the days where you get 20 dollars for uh, mowing the lawn Dude, or washing the dishes 50 dollars or to clean the car all that make, stuff i don't know how we could make 50 dollars last a month 50 dollars was such a large amount i was like holy shit i got 50 bucks from like christmas or something i felt like a millionaire you know what I mean? Yeah, man, it, it it's unbelievable how times change. I think, I think, um, because then we had less less responsibilities. Now we have, you know, more responsibilities. It's kind of like that same thing. It's same deal. We're trying to stretch twenty dollars out. Yeah. To last a week, exactly. but back then, no responsibilities. We just had that limit of twenty dollars, and then you could spend it on anything. But now we have that twenty dollars, or say a hundred dollars, and try to. Stretch that out for a couple of days. It's and it never yeah. does. It's just crazy. For some reason, it never you just does. Look, man. You look at your account. And you're like, how did I spend a hundred dollars in an hour or something? <laughs> something ridiculous. You know what yeah, I mean? man. That <laughs> first weekend after payday is very critical of how you are as a person. <laughs> when you when you check it on Sunday night and then realize how much money you spent throughout that whole weekend on that first week of that payday. You it's realize like, what type of person you really are. It's like <laughs> it's like that meme. Have you seen that meme? There's like um, it, there's a, the meme goes. It's funny how your taste buds change as soon as you get your paycheck. <laughs> so yeah. like you get paid, it's like mm, lobster for all, lobster for you, <laughs> lobster for you. By the end Everything of it, you're like adds just up, man. Noodle. Two minute noodles, please. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah. Or like, uh, I I could deal with um eating oxygen. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I could deal I like with this. Oxygen, um, you know. I mean, I, I remember that's like, like at the very end of the pay cycle, my breakfast would yeah. be chewing gum for sure. <laughs> that's terrible. Dude. I'd that eat some. So <laughs> yeah, I'd be it's in like the, the car, the just driving to my jobs, and then I'm like, oh, chewing gum for breakfast. I eat two. <laughs> Just to spoil myself, 
Rap, just, that's no just, diet. That's actually a very bad un- time that's, at that's the terrible. end of that. That's like probably worse yeah. than not eating. You know that actually eating yeah. gum is worse when you're hungry is worse than not eating at all because like you, the the action of chewing is getting the rest of your body ready for food. So it's like you know stomach's getting ready, and then the moment you spit the gum out and then there's nothing coming in, your body's just like, "Just what? What are you doing to me?" <laughs> That's why I pop another one. So I go through a whole <laughs> little little <laughs> packet <laughs> within one popping. car ride. <laughs> yeah. It's like popping gum like it's Wait, drugs. <laughs> yeah, at least it's just gum. <laughs> if it's something else, then, you know, <laughs> game over. <laughs> GG. That's hilarious. But like, yeah, like back then, everything, I'm just thinking now, like, I'm not, I'm not fussed. I'm not fussed about clothing anymore. I'm just focused on food. Food, 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 rather than clothes, 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 and all this stuff to make me look better. When you say well, sometimes food, I get a okay. haircut, but it's mainly just food. I think what you're getting at is experience over tangible things. Like, or like when you buy something, it's it's for a better use. Like if you're gonna buy something, it's you get something out of it. Like equipment is one thing you'd you'd pay for. Anything that enhances yeah. your life experience, I guess. In that sense, I can't lie. I was I've been a bit superficial yeah. the past few years, like buying unnecessary shit. But I guess like part of the move here is to erase that. So definitely the the life experience moving forward, you just start. I guess it comes with time. You, I'm not trying to say that there's this huge gap between, like saying twenty year olds haven't lived or anything. Because by by all means, some people that are young can have like a lot of traumatic stuff happening to them earlier on. But there's more of a chance that you're going to encounter some certain types of events and emotions with an extra 10 years. Like, uh, 10 years is a lot of time. And it, I can speak for people that are probably 40 that are probably watching this and be like, well, uh, you ain't seen nothing yet, son. 30-year-old <laughs> you, you yeah. know? There's like it's, a lot more stuff can happen. And that's the beauty of it. I think it's just realization. You go through the times. And you're like, it's, it's great. I love reflecting back to then as well, to now. It's just... I had so much more to think about, and I can't remember. Um, it's a, it's a funny thing that you mentioned. When you're 20, you start spending all this disposable money just to make you feel better for your better about yourself. And then yeah. when you hit your 30s, you get more um, responsible with your money, spend oh, it on responsibility to. and anything to get you longevity. And then 40s, you get more wiser. But then you hit 50. Fuck! I'm gonna die soon. I'm gonna start spending money like crazy. I'm gonna buy a car. 50. I'm gonna buy new clothes to look How young. How are you planning to live? This guy fifty. I'm gonna die soon. So, hey man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna die soon. Yeah, when you hit midlife crisis mode, man, it's just gonna go crazy. You're just gonna buy all this stuff that you wish you bought in your thirties. You yeah. know what I mean? And then, no, as you get older, you just realize. <laughs> that's very true. I should have bought this. I should have bought that. So it's just, I think it's just the balance of things. I think that's called pleasurable the mid- things. That's called as the well midlife as, um, crisis. What you're talking about right there. Yeah, that is a definite midnight uh, midlife crisis. Midnight crisis. <laughs> Ooh, it's midnight, midnight crisis. <laughs> yeah, every midnight, I'm. I just have an urge to spend money at Kmart. <laughs> hey, don't diss Kmart. That's my favorite store. No, 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 Kmart's the best. As you I hit miss- 30, Kmart is your store. There's no Kmart Kmart here. and Cotton-On. Oh, well, that's that's your loss. You Don't you have an equivalent? <laughs> There's no equivalent. I can't find it. There's- Either that or I just don't know where it is. Like, I don't know what it's called. But I can't find anything that's kind of Kmart-y. Man. It's shit. They're just fucking up all the Ks in your life, eh? Kmart, what? KFC. Oh, man, you're right. And What's that's the all. <laughs> They're yeah, like man. two. What are- I don't know what I mean. <laughs> up all your two. Ks. One too many, man. They're <laughs> killing all your K's. Your special K. KKK. <laughs> your OK's. Your KKK's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm trying to get comfortable here, man. Shit. Okay. Yeah. It's a bit of a dead yeah, topic. Yeah, like, I'm trying to think of more. Nah, man. Like, <laughs> it's more like now I'm looking at stuff that I want longevity out of like if i look at something and then i realize that it's going to be gone within the next hour or day or so then i won't buy it yeah. i'm i just become a cheap ass i don't know like it comes to a point where you just you look at you look at prices and be like i could get a 50 cents cheaper at this at this store and then you walk all the way there 
You know what I mean? Might as well. Let's start calculating your funds. It's it, it's it's crazy. Like you become more of a calculus type of person when it comes to money and time instead I'd of say. um especially time. Yeah, and time, everything. I think time becomes yeah, the most, is... most calculated thing when you're a bit older. Like really spend wisely how you use your time kind of thing. Um once again cuz you've got a bit of time behind you, you're like I don't know. It's 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 such a strange thing. I think like I'm trying to think of like the whole I'm I'm trying to go back to that topic. Like I know I I I um brought this topic up, but now I'm struggling to think some sort of What's the word? Analogy. We always say analogy. We haven't said that in a long time. Another analogy for it. Uh, going back to that, yeah. it's kind of it's kind of similar to how just if we compare life to like once again our rap careers because that's the only thing we can really talk about. It's like when you start in rapping, anything goes. You know, like you made twenty mixtapes, and I'm not gonna lie, rap. Some of those mixtapes <laughs> were garbage, bro. Chicken for your ear. <laughs> <laughs> Can you go hey, with me? <laughs> it's about the saturation. Is the saturation but you know what I mean? You there. just like drop People on everything, <laughs> say what you want, say it whatever you in what sense. Now you're a bit more careful with how you do things. And that's kind of like life. 20 when you're 20 years old, yeah, do this, do that. I don't know. It's all trial it's all trial and error at the start. It's trial, trial and, and error. error. That's oh, it's perfect. Trial and error. Right now it's still just like the cheat right code. Right now it's still trial, trial and error. error. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, that's what we are. Cheat coders is trial and error. Trial we and just error. say stuff and then it you know, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. We do stuff, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. So yeah. cheat coders that uh, everyone's living the cheat coder life, so they should subscribe to our channel and like our page as well as give us a five star review. <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying to get our exposure out there. That was not there, even you know? subtle. That wasn't even subtle. That wasn't even yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get it out there, you know. I'm, you... I'm happy with all the ex- like exposure that we're getting. People actually notice that we're doing this podcast, and I appreciate everyone's feedback, whether it be family, friends, or even um, not even strangers, because we haven't reached that point yet, but one day we will. Mm, mm, excellent. Do you have any other topics that you have, Raf? We kind of just waited um, for me to drop a topic. Yeah, no, I do have some stuff that I had on my mind. Sometimes I, throughout the whole week, I'll be like, this is probably good to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you notice that when you're starting to do this podcast, you start to think of what stories you can tell that happened well, throughout the Well, that's why I got this like, book, but I, I don't utilize it enough. I can't find what I was writing. It's just a bunch of mumbo-jumbo right now. Yeah, it's just probably like words that I think you it's better, at the like, time you'll understand. Yeah, the, the more I'm actually trying to figure this out the more i can't naturally think of stuff right now that's what i'm realizing like right now as we speak you know what i mean yeah whereas everything else was just so free-flowing the the fact that i wrote that down it's kind of i think it's messing me up man let's just let's just start again (laughs) let's start again but um what was the first um... thing okay look back to third look all right so we talked about our 20s yep yep great 20s that's that's how we were thinking that's the kind of things we were thinking right when you crossed over i don't think we actually talked about this in detail eh when you turn 30 in january did we talk about this in the cheat coders i don't think we even did an episode about nah, this we mentioned that we mentioned it but you know how nothing everyone happened everyone puts about it. everyone puts turning 30 on a pedestal yeah um a lot of our friends are turning 30 yeah actually this year is the year that majority of my friends are starting to turn 30 and it's kind of sucks that i'm missing out on all these birthday parties but you know shout outs to friends turning 30 so there's this big build-up Shout out to all 30-year-olds. Sabwaba? What was that? Oh, shout, shout out to all 30-year-olds. Yeah, yeah, shout out. Shout out. Shout out, shout out. Crossing over. There's such a big deal about it. There's Like, it's on a pedestal. Everyone thinks it's a big thing. Turn 30, what changed? Like, in terms of that, you crossed over. Just give me, a, give me your thoughts. What exactly was going through your head and what happened when you turned? It's like you're a zombie. I turned. It became old. Gray hairs just started popping out of nowhere. No, no, no. It was nothing drastic, but like the first thing that I thought of is like, damn, I've got to start celebrating my birthday every 10 years now. Because <laughs> everything in between doesn't count. Literally, like, I can't celebrate 31, 32, like, 33. Yeah. Yeah, because like usually the, like the whole la- 20s, like the every year, one, eh? you pretty much celebrate. It's the l- it last feel- big one until like you reach 40. One. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you celebrate in decades now. Like, you'd have the occasional, like, you know, like, 
gatherings for birthdays, but the big ones, the massive ones, are every decade after 30, so... That's the end of my birthday run, so, you know. But um, it's, it's good you mentioned that. Anything else, like, um, probably I'll be thinking about... Yeah. Oh, no, no, I was, I was saying continue. Unless you want me to go. Okay. Um, no, 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 it's fine. Um, I just... It's just... I'm just thinking about my health now. Yeah. <laughs> health is becoming priority one now. Yeah. As in, like... I gotta get my eyes sorted out. I gotta get my um, back sorted out. Gotta be more fit. Yeah, I've probably had the fitness run. Like uh, you know, try to you know. I'm just realizing that my metabolism has gone lower. Like I can't eat as much as I can before because I used to eat a lot, and now nowadays it's just not to that standard anymore. That I just have to think about what I eat. I have to become fit. Yeah, you, you, to, you really you know, feel it. You can prolong really, my you can really life. Feel it, yeah. yeah, so you feel it, yeah. Priorities change. Yeah, it's, you start feeling your your flaws start showing after 30. Just to all the people that, um, a lot of friends turning 30, right? There's that big whole, whoa, turning 30, midlife crisis. You reflect a lot like, what have I done kind of thing, right? That's the biggest thing you think about. You're like, shit, am I on par? Because mm. especially um, it's a new game. When you're 20, it's always a comparison game, which is something like, you have to admit, everyone does at one stage. Some people still do. I can say that I've sort of like just gotten over that shit. In terms of comparison back then, when we were 20, things we compared with our peers, who had dated the most, who's got the best following, who's got the best raps, who's, best <laughs> yeah. at who's the best at basketball, who's got the flyest kicks, who's got the coolest friends, who's got the best, who's got those new... Jordan drops or whatever. I don't know. If, you know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. It was like, it was a different thing. Yeah, and Life game well, Even that is like, how did you, how did you get those shoes? And then how did you get this? And like, what did you do to do? Get yeah, that yeah, girl. Yeah. It just goes, yeah. All it's, this stuff. Yeah, It's a larger know. scale. We, you get a bit older. It's like, well, how did you get this job? How do you, how did, how are you on this level? How did, how did you buy a house? How did you start this business? It just becomes a bigger game, right? And, um, it's just, it's just different levels because obviously you've got that experience. So when you hit 30, you're obviously thinking you're, you're going to proper adulthood. Like I feel like the 20s is a real um, sort of like shapes you. It's like your transition from, you know, your youth. There's certain expectations that you build in your mind because society builds that for you kind of thing. Like where have I? Have I been well-traveled enough? Am I at the stage of my career that I want to be? Do I have kids? Do I have a family? Am I earning this amount? Am I, you know, a lot of that stuff as well. And then you th you think about it, like, I think that's where the whole midlife crisis thing comes along because people th have this expectation that they should be at this certain point. And not going to lie, like, I've fallen victim to that. I think we all have at one point, you know, kind of thing. Because, like, it, 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 it changes everything. It's like, well, you're 30 now. It's like, shit. You know what I mean? Like, things start to sort of get get to you. In that sense, like if someone makes a comment, like especially fellow parents, like, oh, you're not married yet or something like that. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, you, you haven't traveled or like shit, shit like that. You know, it's like, how can you possibly yeah. tick off all the, like some people can, which is great. Some people, but at the end of the day, people travel at their own pace. And I think putting this, this age bracket on a, such a pedestal puts that pressure on even more that the funny thing is that I've realized this is for me personally now. As soon as I turned 30, I had sort of more, um, it was overwhelming getting there. But once I actually hit it, it's going to sound cliche to a lot of people that are already 30, but really nothing changes. It, in, in a sense, for me, it kind of became a relief. Um, the way I looked at it, it was sort of like a, like you said, levels. The, the next big thing's 40 now. It kind of restart the whole game for me again. I don't know if you felt the same thing, but when I turned 30, suddenly I'm like, well, I've got until 40 now. There's a lot of things on my list I haven't done that I thought I was going to do by now. <laughs> but now I've got until 40, you know what I mean? I don't want to get too deep to make it, it sound. Like, yeah. It kind of yeah. just resets it. Now I've got like till 40. It's like, okay, thank God. Like, of course, there was a point, like maybe from 30 to 31. I was just like, shit, what am I doing kind of thing? I should have done this by now or done this kind of thing at the end of the day it's like it's just a number like what i'm trying to get out with this whole thing um 
yes, it's a great accomplishment. It's a big thing to get to your 30s. But I think sometimes us as humans, we create this big thing about it where sometimes it can work in a negative way for a lot of people. I think. I don't know. That's just what I think right now. Because, yeah, now that I'm 30, yes, it, it's like... A- age is just a number type of it's thing, just right? a num- It's just a number at the end. It's like it doesn't matter. It's just if, a number. It doesn't matter if you haven't done xyz it's just you everyone moves at their own pace and like the funny conversation i have that that i've noticed you, you, you obviously talk to people in your same age group in peers and the funny thing is when you talk to people that are a bit younger it's sort of like you're not there to try and prove them wrong. Some people are quite wise. They mature very early as well. And it's great to see that because like certain people, you can you can talk to some people on that level, even them being young. But it's great to compare where people's minds at are with things. And the funny observation I have with so many people, everyone wants what they don't have. You with me here? Yeah. Like you talk to people yeah, that yeah. don't have a house. They're like, oh, like everyone else is like in the game for this you know what i mean they don't see on the trade-off maybe people that have a house don't have what they have maybe these people that haven't bought a house they've traveled they've maybe they have a family already things that some people might not have there's always the other and it goes vice versa someone that completely has not traveled which was me like i didn't travel enough um that was one thing that was eating me up. I was like, oh, I haven't properly been able to see the world, but I didn't see that maybe these people that have traveled don't have what I have kind of thing as well. It's all a balancing act. There's only so much you can do with the time you have, right? Like from 20 to, yeah. to 30, you can't expect someone to have just ticked everything on the list. And you just realize not everyone has it as all together as they seem. Like social media portrays, you always only see the good stuff. So obviously, if you're sitting on Facebook all day, someone bought a house, someone's in the Caribbean, someone's killing it in their in their career, or someone's in their job that they love, that they do every day, but that's all you see, the good stuff. And I think a lot of it comes down to it. When you pull it back a bit, you just realize, like, I guarantee you, it doesn't matter how much or how little you have, you, you've still got something. Like, come on, there's a lot of time that you would have you've got something that not everyone has as well kind of thing that they they wish you had and it's not about saying that i've got it and you don't it's more about just like just being happy with what you have kind of thing like you've got it you're you're alive and you've got the rest of adulthood to to pursue what you have use it as motivation in a sense so, yeah do you get I, that I do you feel that like, like, so i'm trying to say it in a bit better but you know i can understand yeah yeah. Thank you. Cool. People are just wired to want the things that they don't have. That's it. That's why media has manipulated that that factor into like um what they present as in like rappers talk about all this stuff that we want and then present it in the way that they have it all. And then we we love that shit. We love watching that shit, yeah. hearing that shit because it's stuff that we want to see, stuff that we want to have. We always try to live by you know, we try to live through someone else yeah whether we, when we see a movie we love watching movies that we we wish we could be that person living that life having these characteristics that we don't have we don't see in ourselves it's always, so we strive that's always we a look thing, at right? that person it's always I, a thing it's a it's part of being human trying to it's like i want what um, that person has kind of I thing want that. and then you forget want what that. you actually have yourself like you could have something amazing i think those are the things that really um stunts like stunts us from greater things because like it's just you forget what you actually have currently and you're just always fixated on what others have and you realize it goes both ways whatever that person they can see that you have just have a like i i I guarantee you go anyone talk to someone that they know and just talk about things that are going on in their lives and then like as everyone talks everyone always talks about positive obviously like good things no one's gonna talk to you and open up about the worst thing that's happened to them immediately kind of thing that's not a real conversation that's a downer and look everyone will always be happy for you like genuine people genuine friends will always be happy for what you're doing and deep down would be like i really wish i had what this guy's got going on or what this guy's doing this guy or girl and then when you share like a genuine good friend would be saying the same thing because it's like 
but a lot of times we're like blind to see that what we actually have is actually really great and what a lot of people wish they had as well but may, maybe not at this time um it's just a funny observation that i guess i had because it's just something i've been seeing like it's like it's a it's a catch-22 everyone's just fixated on what the other person has and it's like it sort of made me stop for a minute and i was like is anyone even really that like satisfied with what they have like i'm pretty there are people that are but as a generalized observation it just seems like everyone else wants what they don't have or what the next person does kind of thing and um i don't know that's something people can people can think about and it's it's, everyone just wants to compare themselves to someone else yeah where Whether they're they, at um what they see on tv or their friends or the people in their social media especially they compare themselves especially to tv them. tv and social media yeah i'd say more so just social media and just society what it is that's why i sort of wanted to bring up the whole transitioning into 30 thing because it definitely is something that plays on people's minds i guess it's just a, it's like a race almost a race to where you at kind of thing you know what i mean yeah, it's just anyway. trying to compete with yeah, everyone. Compete. Everyone's like, compete, yeah. I want what this person has. I want to be on that level that they ha- they've reached. But not knowing, like, they should understand that um, at the same time that that uh, that person may be looking at you in a way, be like, I wish I had that that quality and this. There's always exactly gonna be something it. that someone will look at you that they that someone else wants while you're looking yeah. at them, being, I want that. I want that. Like, I always look at it like sometimes when I come to those situations where I look at TV and be like, man, this guy's so talented. Leonardo DiCaprio is a very talented person, and he'd probably be better at me at getting women, acting, you know, probably is an activist as well. And then at the, at, and then at the very end, I'm like thinking to myself, you know what? I'm probably a better basketball player than he is. <laughs> I'm probably a better... I like that. <laughs> what, what an optimist. food connoisseur than he is raf the optimist yeah you gotta think very half full you have to you can't think be like completely that. better than a person and this is what i'm and trying someone to... can't be completely better than you and this is what i'm trying to get at with this whole topic it's like the moment you sort of alleviate that pressure on yourself at the end of the day it's you just putting this pressure on yourself actually kind of thing to be because you're comparing to what you have to be with other people that might not be your forte that might not be your calling you know everyone's got their own niche some people are talented at multiple things. And that's what separates greatness from, of course, there's going to be some people that are superhuman. Like, you know, that there's a reason why famous people at that caliber of talent is at that level of talent. You know what I mean? Like a bas- like Michael Jordan or something. There's a reason he's there kind of thing. You know what I mean? But people need to sort of yeah. get that out of their head. You can't compare. There's no compare. Everyone has their own. Everyone has their own authenticity and story. And their own, ex- no one can emulate you. It's everyone's DNA is different. What makes you you, you kind of thing. As corny as that freaking sounds, you Definitely. know what I mean? When you alleviate that that Definitely. thought in your head, I think I like that's the one thing that's made me a lot happier, kind of thing. When you just sort of just drop everything, it's like you know what? I don't care anymore. I just care about what I do and like what I can give to the world in a sense of my energy you know and that can be in the form of like with friendships um career health like you say like a big thing it's like yeah i may not be the best person at the gym but i think like in my level of the gym as long as i'm happy with it and i can get the results that i need for me because i'm not trying to be the next basketball player i just want to be able to run a marathon kind of thing you know what i mean like that kind of thing the moment you start just competing with yourself um, and making yourself a priority, I think that's when things really start to change. And a lot of these things that you just really cared about when you were 20, transitioning into 30, and you could still be at 30 and still be thinking like that, because I know I was. Um, I'm 31 now, so it's taken a year. <laughs> but, like, it really changes everything. It, cha- it really changes you in a good way. You know what I mean? Funny observation. Didn't want to get too deep today. Sorry, dude. I know we talked about it. Like, let's keep it light. That didn't happen, but you know, <laughs> it never. I didn't. It never I didn't. I didn't think it was gonna be. I didn't think it was gonna. I didn't think it was gonna be a deep one. My bad. But yeah, it looked like you had something. You know, you wanted to let out something. You know, you had something to say. So I didn't, I didn't see it was know. gonna be like that. I thought it was gonna be a really funny comparison thing. In my mind, I'm like, yeah, you're talking about this and that. No. Anyway. You know, but something inside of you was like saying, "Man, 
I really have this comparison that I need to let out. I need to let people know that I'm <laughs> that I'm feeling this way, you know. <laughs> hey man, do you man? I'm listening. <laughs> hey, to you. keep it to keep it light. I don't even know where this is gonna segue to, but like funny interaction. You're gonna have to butt in because like I I don't know where this is gonna go, but like I think it kind of relates. <laughs> I don't want to overthink it. Before I left Sydney, yeah. right? Oh shit, my battery's running out. If it runs out, I'm sorry. But anyway. Sydney, um, my last month in Sydney, um, I was swagging out a bit. So I was going to Culture Kings a lot, yeah? I was, at, I was going to Culture Kings. <laughs> I was like, you know, I'm like, you know, I'm back in the game. I got to look fresh. <laughs> buying t-shirts. 21 t-shirt. forever, bro. 21 you're, just, forever. you're just feeling that bro. swag, bro. That was, a, that was, a, that was a, the first time I bought anything in Culture Kings. I never went to Culture Kings. I was like... Culture Kings, anti world for this. Now I'm like, you know, they actually have really cool clothes in Culture Kings. Like, I'm not gonna buy a freaking swagadelic shirt. Like, yeah, yeah. even the normal plain shirts. After, they, they after got... you buy a few things from Culture Thing, Culture Kings, you gotta have to justify that. You know, it's pretty good clothes. That's why I paid seventy dollars for this shirt. <laughs> <laughs> hey, surprisingly, not it wasn't that expensive. Like, the clothes aren't bad. Like, I think it's just got this. I wouldn't say a stigma, but it's just it's a young person's store. But anyway. I was there. Mm. No joke. This this kid. Um, shout outs to the kid because I don't know if you watch my podcast. But anyway, um, I think it was his first day at Culture Kings. He was on his... um, He was like a temporary... No, he was on his trial. You're like, I've never worked in retail, but I think he was on his trial run to like... Um, to see if they'd hire him or not. Anyway, I was like free. Yeah. I didn't have anything better to do. I'd finish work. I'm just chilling out. And he comes around and he, he genuinely says, yeah, yeah, it's my first day. So I'm just trying to like, you know, make an impression. So I'm like, all right, I'll play kind of thing. I was like, oh yeah, look, all good, man. Like, just keep talking to me. I'll keep talking to you. So it looks like you're like really selling it to me kind of thing. And um, you'll get this job for sure kind of thing. He kept going and like, what's he saying? Something that he said really hit me. Um, we started getting into conversations like, oh, so, oh, so you're in a suit. What, what, what do you do? You're, you're like a businessman. It's like, nah, nah, I just work in an office kind of thing. Oh, damn. And I'm like, it's really not that big of a deal, but am I that old kind of thing? Like I was starting to think, am I this old that he's thinking I'm in this? And then like, um, I didn't even want to tell him what I did. It's like, I don't even think this guy knows what I do. And I'm like, yeah, I'm in, like, I work in an office, you know, little insurance firm. And he's like, oh, what do you do there? And I'm like, all right, he's going to keep asking. I'm like, yeah, so I'm an insurance broker. Like, I, I don't know what, what more I can say. I, that, that's what I do. It's like, and he's like, oh, do you, do you enjoy it? Are you happy? And I was like, fuck. <laughs> I'm like, what, are you, what, what is this? Am I in therapy right now? I'm like, why am I answering to this? Like, I was sort of like just hitting him. Like, like well, it pays the bills. I, I wouldn't say it's my passion, but like, I'm there now. It's like, and then like, he started going you know what on. what he was doing? He was, um... He was giving you this. Um, he's a really good salesperson because he's making you depressed, <laughs> so you can have retail therapy. You know this because because you worked in retail, didn't you? You know this. Yeah, right? I've done retail for like five bastard. to You're six years. I got the experience. Here I, I know am. The ins and outs. Here I am trying to justify to this kid that's like, I don't think he was twenty. I think he was eighteen, and I'm just trying to justify. Like, look, it's just part of life. You grow up. Because like he started saying stuff, um, like. Oh yeah, I just I just can't imagine doing that, man. Like uh having responsibilities. Like, oh I don't know, man. <laughs> and I'm like I just want like what the fuck? Like well you're gonna have to have them someday, you know? You can't just be culture kinged up forever, you know what I mean? And then like it just got funny because I was trying to like prove myself to this kid and I realized like I don't think anything I can say is gonna help at this point. Like he's a good kid. But it was just funny. It was just like just a such a, a, a range in gap of like where our minds were at like i just didn't know what to say and a lot of stuff he said was valid like when he said different. are you happy and i'm just like i guess so but i don't know anymore <laughs> <laughs> well i'll i'll get these shoes and this <laughs> like, you know what just, just just give me some clothes i'll be on my way because i'm done <laughs> <laughs> I am done. I'll Funny spend thing, three hundred bucks here now. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. Funny thing, every time I went, the dude was like, "Hey," and like we became, we kind of became mates. I'm like, "Hey, dude, what's up? How? Oh, so I guess you got the job. Props, man. Props." And then, like at that time when I first met him, I was just stuck into the whole, 
Like, I wasn't even thinking about anything else. I was just, you know, not, like, in the uh, rat race, just working, yep. buy shit, go get some drinks, go home. Like, that world wasn't even existent for this kid. The next time I saw him, I was like, hey, uh, let me share something with you. Because that's when I started get, getting back into music. And I was like, hey, yeah, yeah, I used to be a rapper. <laughs> Trying to get back into it again. This is my page. And the kid's, his eyes lit up. It's like, oh, what? That's so cool, man. And I'm like, yeah. You remind me when I was younger. I need that flair. <laughs> I need that flair. <laughs> you remind me when I you was younger. You remind me when I just didn't care about all of this. And all that mattered was my raps. Anyway. I don't think that's really going to accomplish this. Me saying this story doesn't help anyone. I just wanted to share that. It's pretty funny. It was just like a glimpse into my past when I was talking to this kid. Yeah, man. Anyway, the, shout, out, shout outs to that kid. He's a good kid. I remember, um, shout outs. We'll, get, we'll call him Frank for now. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> shout outs to Frank. Shout outs to Frank. Um, I, remember, I remember like um, when I worked at New Balance in retail, uh, this is... There was this girl who um, handed in their resume. Yeah. And this this showed how old I was. She handed in a resume. And then, I, all right, cool. I'll check it. I'll go put in the resume tray with all the other resumes that will never get checked. Yeah. And then um, I, checked the, I, I checked the date of birth. Date of birth was her, the year that she was born was 2001. Oh no! And that, I, and then I'm like, oh. Once I saw that, I realized I gotta get out of here. <laughs> I'm like, Raph, how, this how, is not my playing field. How long? How long ago was this? This was last year. <laughs> no, not last year. Two years ago. Was like, yeah, two years ago. It's like I got to I'm get like, out. I got to get out. This is this is a this is a teenage game, right? And here. you made it happen, bro. She like you made it happen. You, you rap. Yeah. Yeah. She was she was there when fucking um, Fifty Cent was popping. She was she came out of the womb when G Unit was a thing. <laughs> when G Unit was popping. The womb. <laughs> yeah, she didn't experience the Sydney Olympics when he came here. <laughs> you know, <laughs> when you put it to like perspective. I love your uh, comparisons. To just <laughs> she wasn't here during the Olympics. <laughs> I gotta get out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I gotta get out of here, man. <laughs> That's ridiculous. You know, she wouldn't know what FUBU is, you know? <laughs> she wouldn't know what a Walkman is or a Discman. One of those memes is like, if she doesn't know FUBU, she's too young for you, bro. <laughs> Something like that. You know, I don't think she I don't think she would know the IMAX that had the colorful backs and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the, the screens with the back and like, you know, she wouldn't know what a pencil is. <laughs> Do they use pencils still in school? I don't think so. I don't know. I think they just. I think they use all laptops now. Yeah, it's <laughs> all, all iPads and shit. Hey, eh? it's all like all new iPads age. and lap, lap, laptops. I remember when I was in school, there was like friggin' three laptops to share amongst a whole class. Bro, like, you guys had good, laptops. You get to use the laptop, dude. We had one Mac, and it wasn't like a, a thin Mac. It was the big cube one, and it was one of those sitting in the library. I never even got to use it kind of thing like there was a waiting line one computer <laughs> crazy and then you have to like um reserve it and stuff reserve like two it, yeah. weeks in advance yeah oh, this man. was this was primary though so that's that's going back look we're getting real back way back now are we gonna go through like the whole way timeline back, 2030 now what yeah. teens <laughs> <laughs> man she was she was born Two years before Dark Knight Rise, uh, Dark Knight was out. <laughs> you know what? When did Dark shit. When did Dark Knight come out? No. Wait. No. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Wait, 2003. No, 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 no. Nah, Sorry. bro. The other Batman. The yeah, other yeah, the Batman. other Batman. Okay, I feel better <laughs> now. I feel, Batman. I feel, I feel, I feel a right, bit better cool. now. I was like, no. Or I think to, all right. The better analogy is the first Batman that she's seen was the Christian Bale Batman. <laughs> okay, that's better. <laughs> That makes me. That's much better. Yeah, that's cool. All right, excellent. <laughs> Dirty thirties. Speaking eh? of comic book, um, comic book stuff. Have you um, because I listen to podcasts and everything, mm. and um, they have the new Marvel Wolverine podcast out, and it's a it's not a podcast where people talk to each other and they talk about Wolverine. It's an actual story podcast. So, 
it's it's like watching a movie but audio only so they have all these voice actors and it's a series um it comes out every single week it's just um interesting because like who i've never the, experienced that who are the voice actors are they the actual actors from the movies or just some randoms that no no, no it's just some randoms like uh, i think there's like a, one big name out of the whole bunch but um yeah stitcher and marvel have combined forces to, to make this podcast and it's it's really good it's like it's not too much action because it's very dialogue based it's yeah. like it's a mystery so what there's a there's like um spoilers alert there's like a killing happening a serial killer on the loose and everyone's assuming it's wolverine because of all the the hints and the clues and everyone's telling their stories about their interaction with wolverine and you're trying to piece it together so it's an interesting it's really concept interesting yeah 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 are you following yeah. this you're following this for sure yeah, I'm for, I'm following. <laughs> like, like, yeah, I'm yeah, on yeah. I'm on episode four, man. And um, yeah, I think you I think you should get into it. You have to we'll go see, to Stitcher we'll Premium see. though, pay six dollars a month. But like, <laughs> are you paying that? It's amazing. No. I'm paying I'm for it. it. I'm like six dollars a, a month. It's all good. I might give it a go. Something it's different, different because like I, I I always listen to podcasts where they're just having a conversation. It's an or there's an analysis concept. of um of a of a particular thing. But this is a story. It's um, an interesting co- concept. It's different, eh? That's very different. Yeah. That's yeah, really... and that's, um, that makes me um, think back to when I listened to a documentary podcast where they did, I think it's called Mogul. It's a hip hop um, documentary podcast. So they followed the life of Chris Lighty and um, and how he came to, um, to prominence from his early stages to the high stages until his death. Okay. So you kind of you kind of learn a lot as well. And there's all these interviews with all these rappers and famous rappers like and and then they just go through his history it's it's crazy like podcast the podcast podcast game has been changing you know just talking <laughs> and discussion it's, and it's, it's taking it back to the days when um in the 1930s where people listened to the radio before tv and they would listen to a horror story with dracula or something like that it's amazing it's just come back full circle you've you're absolutely right especially that um sort of i guess wasn't really a guess, but you've you predicted that the future wave is the. Po- I, I I think you're right, man. Like it, you see it happening. I don't know if it's like, you know, when you're just more aware of something because someone points it out. Like, what's an example? Yeah. Like you're thinking about a particular car that you want to buy, and suddenly you're seeing that car everywhere you go, kind of thing. But ever since we did podcasts, I don't know if it's just my radar is more awake when I like anything to do with podcasts, but I'm really starting to see a lot of these concepts about like podcasting is the, w- the new thing kind of thing. Like it's the new wave of the direction where I, g- I don't know the the next big thing, which is yeah. what you said when we started this. So it's kind of cool being in that wave, you know, yeah. I'm wave. sure um, documentary podcasts and story podcasts has been happening for like a decade or so, but it's prominence and affecting in the, in the culture and in the in the world is it's just there. it's growing rapidly and it's just we need to ride that wave man yeah and yeah then, yeah like everyone else should get onto it because like i'm really thinking that this podcast thing is gonna erase radio and all the radio people all the kyle and jackie o's all the hamish and andy <laughs> are just gonna, gonna adapt to podcasts and it's gonna be all digital you know hey so. can i can i bring this up this is a sorry this is a great point that you you raise mate really good point you raise a lot of um yeah. a lot of these um uh self-help gurus a lot of these influences i guess especially gary v he speaks about it a lot but you see you see it now a lot of traditional ways a lot of traditional systems that exist now they're obviously on their way of becoming obsolete so a lot of people will say ask gary v like what would you rather um appear on like if you had a choice um and he was talking about opportunity i guess he's like would you appear on so-and-so's podcast which has a reach of over a million people or appear on this network tv for with um obviously like a like a proper broadcasted network it's like well firstly i do both kind of thing because i'm not going to like pick one platform over the other kind of thing exposure is exposure no matter what i'll go where the attention is but if you look at it in pure stats perspective as well when you look at it like radio, TV, all the traditional ways of like sourcing information, that stuff's on a steady decline. Like you can't deny it. Like you've seen it with music like already, like the music industry 
how we purchase music, CDs and all that, that's on a decline while you have streaming on the rise. So obviously you'd bank on the, the thing that's climbing, like you said, the wave. You've got to climb and ride that wave. And he said, like, if I had to choose the two, I'd appear on a podcast because that's where statistically, like, th- this medium is the one that is growing kind of thing. Like, why would you hold on to a dying platform kind of thing while he's saying not to completely ignore it because it's there's still a, a, an audience there but in terms of long term and the way of the future um the numbers speak for itself kind of thing in that sense as well um i think a, a good thing that he mentions let me just pull this up wait what am i getting at with this um oh, good thing he mentioned I had a, I had a really good point, and now it's gone. <laughs> Do you have anything to add to I this? Think, uh, Sorry, radio. Like... radio. Yeah, yeah, keep going, keep going. No, no, no. Do you have anything to add? Sorry, oh, like, well, um, I'm still thinking. Yeah, like I think it's just it's a generational thing. Like two generations below us is gonna be all digital. It's gonna it come is. to a point where like the old, old, old school people, the old school people, and their old school antics and things that they like. Is just gonna be erased just from you know life, because now digital is becoming more prominent, and then it comes to a point where like digital jobs here and there, and is growing, and then new jobs here and there. Yes, it's coming to a point where two as generations keep coming past this earth, things just get erased, and radio, television, all that stuff is is, is, is next, and then this, this is wave actually of inter- this is a like streaming. Way. There's a perfect way to see it. It's yeah. like people that know how to utilize the medium. Like there's talent, no matter what, there's talent everywhere, right? And it's a good thing that you mentioned, even like with Will Smith. You know, Will Smith comes, there's like two worlds here, right? There's the mainstream world that people came up in at a time where the way to get there was through your traditional ways. Like it could be a record label, it could be a a, a, a directing company or like, you know what I mean? Like, like a movie, a, a yeah. studio. These were the the ways to get in, and there's so many different filters to get through to even be on that level. Then you have people like Will Smith went through that traditional way, but Will Smith's smart, right? One, he's got the talent, but two, he knows that this is where the world is turning to. So he's he's banked on the Instagram game, and he uses it well, yeah, very well. Yeah, you see it already mm-hmm. with a lot of like, if you use an example of like just TV networks broadcasting, it could be media journalism like traditional news networks even, anchors and stuff, right? People's attention, when you look for news, yeah? Of course, you have people that are going to still go to the news. I still go to the news for sure. But majority, we see it, people tend to go on the in, online first. Like things will come up on Facebook before you see it on TVs. Would you agree? Usually going to the TVs just to confirm if it's true or not, you know? Because if, if it's on TV, it must be real even though that might, might not even be the case. Because sometimes, you know that sometimes things on the TV aren't as accurate as they say they are. They'll have a few more TV runs before the final stats come. Like, maybe a disaster happens. The final numbers will come after, like, whoever knows. Because I feel like TV sometimes is playing catch-up to the real world. Because, one, they have a lot of filters they have to get through before they could probably broadcast something. Whereas Facebook, yeah, it might not be the right information right at the start, but shit spreads like fire. And especially if it comes from a source that's obviously trusted in a network. People can make that decision. If they can get information from a, a certain source, they'll believe it or not, weighing on the credibility of that individual individual person kind of thing. What they're Sorry, what I'm trying to get at, I'm like stretching this point out way too long. <laughs> what they're saying is like... Keep going, man. If these, if these network anchors and stuff, they got the talent, right? They're the face of TV or whatever. But if the way the world's going, one day, that network that they might be on might be completely gone. One day. You never know. CNN or whatever. Big call, but you never know. In a, like years time, like you say, if the world moves to this digital age, like you say, they got to ride that wave. And a lot of these people, presenters, anchors or whatever, that present information, one, at the end of the day their job is pretty much the same as the next influencer kind of thing. Except the influencer, they just jump on their own platform, bang. One minute, it's there in front of their two million viewers or whatever it is kind of thing. 
these guys can either ride the wave like yeah they might lose their job find another network that they can because they think that might be their only forte like to keep another job at a big network or two dude that they have the following these big names imagine if they just started their own um like got their own following to present news in their own way on their own terms kind of thing which is in this new age that's what it really is at the end of the day you know what i mean there's just no more of these barriers that keep people from presenting the kind of content that they want to anymore and i think that's the the main um difference between the two different like the new ages that are coming this yeah. new dawn that's coming it's literally like information is instant now like traditional mm. um ways of how things work is becoming obsolete and like i use will smith as a great example because he's like no he's not a television dude or whatever but he's someone that's come from that era of you know structure and this is the way things have to be done but he's sort of just whoop jump to the other side of the fence i can do this i'll just get an instagram following and he's killing it right now kind of thing he does it so well you know what I mean? Yeah. If st- movie stars yeah. could do the same thing as him, and that can transcend to even news reporters, to journalists. Like, you don't want to be a journalist, and then, like, they're saying journalism's dead. Basically, they're saying, right? It's dead because of mm. content producers that do it themselves now. It's like, well, it's only dead if it's dead for you. Like, if you want to s- stick to that old way of doing things, if you're a journalist, then it is dead for you in that sense. Unless you can be a Will Smith and be smart and just do it your own way kind of thing. Because you've already got that credibility. You're, you're famous in that set, in your own right. Does that make sense? Sorry. Yeah. I, like, yeah. I know. It makes sense. It makes sense. But um, on the flip side, not everyone can be a Will Smith because like yeah. maybe people like up there, journalists and reporters, they rely on those barriers. On those barriers. They rely on the filters because if they just go unfiltered, maybe they just not as good as they as are supposed to be because the whole with podcast if they if they were to approach podcast it's unfiltered it's unedited your whole it's a different persona game. it is a different way game. you yeah it's a different it's a different way of approaching things your whole persona is exposed to the world and everyone can see you for you raw and uncut well when they're out there in the in the in the like in a studio or like a, a program or network that all those filters have molded them into this kind of persona that they built for the last 10 to 15 years and it just um comes to a point where it's either that they if they approach the whole digital game and do things themselves they could probably sink or they could be a will smith so it's a bit tricky it really depends i I think not everyone can adapt to this change because it's such an open forum And I think he's cut out. He's cut out. <laughs> okay, so some technical difficulties. We have to finish the episode, cut it short. Um, it was a long episode anyway. So to all the fans out there, I would like to thank you guys for listening all the way from 1 to 30. There's going to be more episodes coming. Enjoy and subscribe and give us a five-star review. We do have a couple five-star reviews we're going to shout out. Um, I want to shout out with um that's on the other line so we'll wait till the next episode and then hopefully we get more then and then we'll share them all together so follow um follow the cheat coders in um apple Podcasts, facebook instagram youtube mixcloud and hopefully we'll get to the other you know platforms but yeah follow them and you'll get all the updates on all those channels So enjoy your day, enjoy your night, and have a great life and weekend. Long weekend!